Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Live from the news building in London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored. Well, it's certainly uncensored now because I was about to say something which would be really uncensored. But you know what? It's my first day back at the studio after a week in COVID hell. So I'll forgive the miscreants that just created that little drama for us and we'll move on. We'll kill them after the show. Uh, well, good evening from London. Welcome to Piers Morgan Uncensored. Uh, tonight on the show, Rishi Sunak is grilled at the COVID inquiry as the Rwanda plan backlash raises fresh questions about his leadership. There's even talk of a Boris Johnson and Nigel Farage dream ticket, which strikes me as the opposite of a dream. Abdul Wahid is the leader of an Islamist uh, movement which glorified the Hamas attacks and chanted for jihad on the streets of London. He's also, in his day job, an NHS GP. And he'll join me live in the studio. Well, I'm a passionate defender of free speech. There's a massive clue in the name of this show, Uncensored. And I believe in it. I believe that all honestly held opinions, however offensive they are, belong in the open, where they can be challenged, debated and exposed. But there are limits on free speech. There are laws and there is a line. I've always said that Alex Jones is a perfect example of where that line got crossed. He's a conspiracy theorist and shock jock in America who made hundreds of millions of dollars by peddling outrageous lies that the Sandy Hook school massacre shooting was a hoax. For the uninitiated, this is him shouting at me a week after that massacre on CNN. The tyrants did it. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel okay. Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. Okay. And I'm here to tell you, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street begging for them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. Do you understand? He kind of won that debate, actually because the only response in America to the Sandy Hook massacre was to do nothing. In fact, they continued to sell a lot more guns. A million new guns get sold in America every month. And there are already over 400 million in circulation. If you're wondering, if you're curious why there are so many more mass shootings in America than there used to be, that's why. And if you're wondering what's going to happen in the next few years as a million new guns enter circulation and nothing gets done to stop mass shootings... My guess is there'll be a lot more mass shootings. I've covered a lot of them, especially when I was at CNN in America. Uh, very few of them, uh, in fact, none of them, actually, were as soul-crushing as Sandy Hook. 20 children, aged between six and seven, were murdered by a mass killer with a semi-automatic AR-15 rifle. Alex Jones's reaction to this absolute appalling atrocity was to tell his followers on his InfoWars show it was all a government hoax set up by the Obama administration, a deep state plot to justify new gun laws that would take away their guns. He said the grieving families were all crisis actors. Sandy Hook, it's got inside job written all over it. Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first. People just instinctively know that there's a lot of fraud going on. Uh, but it took me about a year with Sandy Hook to come to grips with the fact that the whole thing was fake. Well, as a direct result of his lies, those grieving families were harassed and threatened with death by his followers. Uh, Erica Lafferty, daughter of the murder principal, Dawn Hoxsprung, got death and rape threats from people who said her mother was fictional 
Robbie Parker, who lost his daughter Emily, was chased down the street by a Jones supporter asking him how much he'd earned by lying about the death of his daughter. Mark Barden, father of seven-year-old victim Daniel Barden, says that one of Jones's followers urinated on his dead son's grave. Some of these families have successfully sued him now for defamation, which is explicitly not protected by America's First Amendment. Jones was ordered to pay record damages, more than a billion dollars in total. He's yet, of course, to pay a penny. He actually declared himself bankrupt to avoid doing so. Nevertheless, Elon Musk has inexplicably decided it's time to restore Alex Jones to X, formerly Twitter. I'm a big supporter, generally, of Elon Musk. I think the work he's doing to eradicate bias and protect free speech in the place where so many debates now originate is an important, very important one. But this was a profoundly disappointing and wrong decision. I'd like to remind Elon what he said about reinstating Alex Jones when he first took over. He said this. He said he wouldn't restore him and said, my firstborn child died in my arms. I felt his last heartbeat. I have no mercy for anyone who would use the deaths of children for gain, politics or fame. Well, that is precisely what Alex Jones did. He literally used dead children for gain, fame and politics. So what's changed in a year, Elon? Well, there's now a big movement to rehabilitate Alex Jones online. Many argue he's right more often than he's wrong when all the evidence points to the complete opposite. And in the case of Sandy Hook, it wasn't just one little mistake that he owned up to. Andrew Tate tweeted, Alex Jones is an effing hero. Really? He's not my kind of hero. He's the opposite of a hero. This is a man who repeatedly and deliberately lied about the mass shooting of children at school to enrich himself. He called it all as phony as a $3 bill. And yet that's what he is. Yes, he's now apologised, but he did that under legal duress because his business was about to go to the wall. This wasn't something he blurted out once and instantly regretted. He did this for years. And every time he lied about Sandy Hook, he made more money. Night after night, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And he knew what was going on to these families as a result of his harassment on air. To see him back on X, selling his book, his merchandise, his website, his info wars, frankly, makes me want to puke. Every opinion should be heard, but inciting harassment and violence to profit from unspeakable grief, to pour into the wounds of those families yet more misery and pain, that's not free speech. It's deliberate hate speech, and it's disgusting. Well, kicking off the week, uh, I'm joined by my pack, Talk TV contributor Esther Cracker, associate editor of The Mirror, Kevin Maguire, political journalist Ava Santina. Just, we're going to get into British politics, but just your, your reaction, Kevin, first of all, to that. We're going to be debating it later on the show, but Elon Musk bringing back Alex Jones, who has still not paid a dime of that, $1.2 billion of damage. It's one of the record defamation settlements in American history. But given the people that he defamed, what do we think of this decision? Yeah, where's Musk's uh, humanity? Where's his... his well, he had it a where's year ago. Gone? It's gone. In fact, he yeah, compared yeah. it to the death of his own child in his arm. It's gone. I'm afraid he's thrashing around. Like, Twitter's worth OX, as he's renamed it, is worth less than half what he paid for it. He's desperate to get people on. He thinks he'll get controversy and followers and somehow if he thinks he's going to attract advertisers and make money from that, mm. he's, he's utterly wrong. Look, he deserves, Musk deserves to fail now on, on Twitter X. I'm on it, you're on it, everybody's on it, on it here. I, I well, that's but, the rule. We're all on this platform. He's beyond, yeah, George is, is beyond you, the If you're going to be the champion of free speech, you're going to have unsavoury characters like Alex Jones. If you've backed yourself into a corner by saying you're the person that has this platform that's going to champion free speech, you effectively you know have to wrong. let him back on. No, I, I, have, I, have no, I have no interest because in anything Alex Jones has to with say. Free speech, and I, I do think my experience of X has really gone off a cliff since him buying it. But this this, yeah. is a, this is a matter of principle. If you're going to mm -hmm. say that I'm the king of free speech, well, this is what you have but to Esther, do. But Esther, he takes off people who mock him, apparently well, accounts about him, so, okay. so he defends that's, that's himself. But, but also, the, the point about free speech about. in America, there are many things the First Amendment does not protect when it comes to free speech. Incitement yep. to any violence, defamation, as we've discussed. Mm -hmm. that What he was saying that he was found guilty of is not covered yeah. by free speech. 
fraud, obscenity, child pornography, fighting words and threats. There are many things you can't say and be covered by even America's First Amendment, widely acknowledged to be one of the broadest supporters of free speech in the world. Yeah. So you know, this idea that somehow Alex Jones is a free speech warrior... It's just nonsense. Yeah, well, they'll probably deem that the First Amendment isn't adequate anymore. But look, you know, this is also something we're importing over here. I think we're seeing free speech and the, the, the apparent merits of free speech is mm. diluting our politics over here. It's something that a lot of the National Conservatives are getting into, and it's really worrying. OK, let's turn to UK politics. Let's turn, uh, Kevin, to the COVID inquiry, Richie Sunak. I mean, this is a guy right on the ropes at the moment. I watched about two hours of the inquiry today. And I have to say, it's sort of confirmed my view. If Rishi Sunak had been the leader before mm. that he became leader, he might have stood a much better chance. He came over to me as pretty diligent, intelligent, calm, you know, talked his way through the various issues, accepted, you know, things had gone wrong, accepted things had gone right, whatever. He was a kind of, you know, a, an impressive, I felt, an impressive witness. Yep, um, is, but, Am I wrong to but, think that? But for a, for a man who says he's a master of detail, there must have been more than 20 times he couldn't re re recollect, he couldn't recall, he couldn't grasp it, he didn't know. It was as if he hadn't been in, in the room. So I, I thought, look, he decided he'd make the apology, try not to be tetchy, and uh, not attack mm. those who disagreed with him. I thought that was all clever strategy. But I felt the number of times his memory failed him and the number of messages he'd lost when well, he supposedly so, okay, transferred so Esther, this, this you know, stuff phones. On the, this stuff on the WhatsApp messages, the number of them now who are claiming, well, they all disappeared when yeah. I changed my phone. I've changed my... But let's yeah. watch what he said, uh, the Prime Minister. You don't now have access to any of the WhatsApps that you did send during the time of the crisis, do you? No, I don't. I've changed my phone multiple times over the past few years, and as that has happened, the messages have not come across. As you said, I'm not a prolific user of WhatsApp in the first instance, primarily communication with my private office, and obviously anything that was of significance through those conversations or exchanges would have been recorded officially by my civil servants, as one would expect. Now, what I don't understand, Boris Johnson said the same thing. When I've changed my phone, the WhatsApp messages just come over automatically. Well, yeah, your account. I think the thing is... Though, and also, really by the way, if you're the, if you're the Chancellor or the Prime Minister of his country, why aren't your, all your messages automatically preserved for the country that well, is paying your salary? I think the bigger question is, why are politicians using WhatsApp? I think it's deeply unprofessional. Well, they, should, but it should, they can use it, but it should all be saved. Well, but the thing is, they, they are saying... In America, you if, can't if, circumnavigate. If the, if the police, if the police, they're all public record. The thing is, if the police are, are conducting a criminal investigation, they will have access to your WhatsApp, even if you physically deleted mm. them off your phone, right? So they're not lost. If, they, if, it were, if it warranted a police investigation, they would be able to retrieve those WhatsApp. But I do think Rishi Sunak handled himself very well. I think during the inquiry, there was a question about whether he mocked um, uh, Rashford's uh, mm. sort of a plan to, to, to give uh, kids uh, free school meals. That's completely irrelevant to the inquiry. I mean, most of us are watching this thinking, I really hope there's a point to this. There are four more modules of this, this inquiry. And to ask a politician at the time well, the problem what is, his opinion the of problem a footballer's is initiative all, was is yeah, irrelevant. It, it's all going to take too long, right? Well, yeah, there's By the time no deadline. this is finished, we're all half dead anyway, right? <laughs> Ironically. Um, there's probably been another pandemic by this. It all takes far too long in this country. In Sweden, they've done and dusted already. They finished in the 2022. Public inquiry. But I also yeah. think the limits of the inquiry have really been tested by these WhatsApps. I think it's, you know, fun and trivial to look at and just go, well, how on earth do you delete them? But quite seriously, if you really cared and you wanted to retrieve those messages, you would have a list made of everyone yeah. that they ever messaged and you would retrieve those messages I mean, from would, the recipient. Yeah. That is possible to do. You, you would use the it's resources. Really, and it's hard to imagine a more serious collection of messages than the people running the government at the start of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, this is serious historical record it, we're talking yeah. about. Hillary Clinton's use of private email yeah. in 2016... Uh, huge scandal. ..was a huge contribution... ..cost of the election. ..of her losing against uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. In fact, there was no evidence she misused it, but, yeah. she, but she used it when she shouldn't. Yeah. And, of course, here you have Boris Johnson, you have the Chancellor of the Exchequer... All casually saying that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, How can they get away with it? Home as well. This happened yeah. with Suella Braverman. She was yeah. sacked because she was using a private email to communicate. So yeah. why on earth is that any different when Rishi Sunak went... Yeah, I don't... Well, I don't I, think I, it's I think good. In the, in the grand scheme of things, these WhatsApp messages, frank, frankly, are irrelevant. I want to know about the PPE contracts. I actually want to know where money They're was spent. They're on the messages. These, 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 no, yeah. but the thing, no, but there's a record of actual... The, 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 the contract. Yeah, but I think Ava's right. A lot of this stuff is probably there, 
but it's disappeared, right? Because they don't want to be held accountable when for it. When you smell a rat. Let, well, oh, talking, yeah, of, yeah. talking of smelling rats, Nigel Farage came third in. <laughs> uh, I'm yes. a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, I have absolutely no truck with a little snake because of what he did to me over yeah. Donald Trump, right? Which was just to remind viewers when I launched this show, having three months earlier texted Farage my personal congratulations when he got an interview with Donald Trump, he then tried to sabotage mine in the most despicable snake-like manner. So I found his true colours then. He's a snake, right? And it was brilliant last night to see him not only losing again a public vote, he's lost... This is the seventh. Six <laughs> elections he's lost. Seven. This is seven now. Yeah. And he came third. And the winner was a bloke I've never heard of. He used to be in a reality show called Made in Chelsea years ago, apparently. My son knows him on the nightclub circuit in I Chelsea. I want to challenge your son, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think he's quite as nice as your son. Really? Really? He is, oh yeah. Well, Spencer assures me he's a good lad. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I haven't met him. But, I mean, just <laughs> the fact I've never heard of him. And somehow this is a glorious triumph for Farage. What triumph are we talking about? Farage lost to a, a reality TV star and ended up covered in snakes appropriately. Why does that make him more electable? Am I missing something? Yeah, but he's now got one and a half million pounds so he can reopen his bank account. At yes. The very yeah, elite exactly. bank. He's got enough cash. <laughs> but finishing third is where Matt Hancock, the yes. health secretary, finished. Yeah. He's just the new He's a fellow Matt Hancock. I, mean, I, think, I think we're experiencing uh -huh. a bout of collective amnesia here to suggest that Boris Johnson and Nigel Farage are the dream ticket. Mm. Uh, has, has everyone yeah. forgotten the last four yeah, years? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It also, it's quite interesting because if he is going to potentially run for office again, I mean, he is still in a political party, he's in the Reform Party. Is this not a question for the Electoral Commission? Because this has not been free publicity for him for the past couple of weeks. Well, I mean, he's been able to parade himself and launder his reputation. And look, you know, of course he got on well there. He is a very amiable the, person. He's, that a, he's one of the most well known up. people in the country. He doesn't need this free PR. Oh, I, I think the bigger problem, think, it seems to me, problem. for Rishi Sunak, is this is business about Rwanda, which I think is a failed policy and has been from yeah. the very start, and I think it's not going to work. And even if it does work, it'll be tiny, mm -hmm. and the cost is cost the taxpayer to generate a few people getting on a plane for the optics. It means, seems to me completely obscene. Oh, it's a zombie policy. It's finished. What, £290 million now? But what will oh, happen? I mean, is it likely he... that enough Tory rebels are going to actually try and bring him down? I've often seen them bottle it uh, at, the at the end. So maybe tomorrow they don't bring him down right. then, but then... It... They have a go in January, February. He can't if, escape this if, now. If this policy he's, he's is, is unwork, as unworkable as it seems, I think the Tories should let it fail on its own merits instead of ousting Rishi Sunak as leader. Because honestly, you the know what I would do if I was him? I would just, I would, cut, I would just announce tomorrow, in the run-up to Christmas, it's done. We're pulling out. Sorry, we've had a good go at this. The only way to actually make it properly work, as probably as Robert Jenrick rightly identified, is to break international law. I'm not prepared as British Prime Minister for us to do that. Nor is Rwanda. Right. The authoritarian right. leader of repressive Rwanda let's, um, won't break Let's it. end with a bit of fun with Rishi Sunak. This is artificial intelligence. Having a bit yeah, of fun of with me and him in a clip that's gone viral on TikTok. Shortly, I'll be having a word with the Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, after Rishi had decided to block the greedy BBC from implementing their largest increase on their licence fee in 40 years, he will now be telling us why he decided to take this action. So, Rishi, why have you decided to block this huge increase on the television licence fee? Well, Piers, to be frank, I'm sick of them taking the They're literally trying to make the likes of the British public pay the wages of Gary Lineker and Zoe Ball. I mean, come on. Who the f watches the telly anymore anyway? <laughs> He's won my vote. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Final word on... I mean, it's pretty scary. None of that is real. I mean, that's quite scary. Look, you know, if it's, if it's labelled as comedy, political satire, mm. then that's fine. But when it's passed off as genuine... Quick word about Lineker, who's back in the headlines again for expressing an opinion. I don't care. What, I mean, Gary's a mate of mine. I don't care what he says. Why, why do we care so much about his views? Because it's a lot easier to put on the front page that you're upset with Gary Lineker rather than you're upset with the Prime Minister who you are in bed with. You know, it's a lot Esther, easier. can you put up I mean, some I think it's because the, the BBC pretends to be impartial. Listen, at the end of the day, I actually wonder why Gary Lineker con continues to work for the BBC if he feels this strongly and he knows... I think he likes talking about football for the BBC. I wonder why he chooses to work for well, the well, BBC. Look, I'm, I'm quite pleased he's not complaining about foreign players coming over here and taking our corners. But you know what it is? <laughs> It's papers like the, the Daily Mail on the right always denouncing cancel culture. But the moment somebody says they don't 
something they don't like, they want to cancel it. It would be quite interesting to see what they were doing if Lineker suddenly did a complete U-turn and started saying, I'm fully in favour of the... I mean, you should almost do it for fun, right? If you started tweeting everything that the Conservative right agreed with, of course, none of them would be furious. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's it. I think it's because the BBC licence fee is going up and oh, we have on. to pay for this. It, they shouldn't attack his right to say it. As you yeah. rightly said in the, in the monologue, it, it, free speech, that includes hearing what mm. you don't like and you don't agree it with. It does, but no? you know what? Free speech does have limits. And yep. a society that... Even a free democratic society that doesn't impose limits on free speech is not actually a thriving democracy. It becomes something else. Uh, thank you, Pat. Good to see you all. On Sunset Next, I'm joined for an exclusive interview with the suburban NHS doctor who's been revealed to be the leader of an extreme Islamist group. Is a GP calling for jihad something we should tolerate? That's next. Welcome back to Uncensored. My next guest has been a GP with the NHS for 25 years, working as a mentor for recently qualified doctors at his surgery in Harrow, northwest London. Dr. Wahid Azif Shader has another less wholesome identity as leader of an Islamic extremist group, which was recently caught on camera calling for jihad and an anti-Israel demonstration. What is the solution to liberate people in the concentration camp from Palestine? Jihad! What is the solution? Dr. Shader, also known as Abdul Wahid, joins me. Now, well, welcome to you. Thank you for coming in today. Um, you've come from your work as an NHS GP. Yeah. Um, let me first just ask you your reaction to the clip we just played. These are members of your organisation and they're allowed chance of, of jihad on the streets of London. Do you think that's acceptable? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu rasulillah. Um, that demonstration mm. was a very carefully planned demonstration where the placards, the banners, the speeches from the platform were calling for a military intervention of official armies of Muslim countries to rescue the people of Gaza with a situation of a civilian population of two million who are being massacred and slaughtered. Anywhere else in the world you would find it a completely straightforward thing for people calling for military intervention. But they weren't, calling, they weren't chanting, we want military intervention. They were chanting jihad. So, you, so my, my question for you yeah. is simply, do you support the chanting of jihad? The chanting of jihad by somebody that unscripted... Well, quite a few people there. Actually, actually, no, it was about two people. So you would, you would condemn that? Of course I wouldn't condemn that. You wouldn't? No, because jihad in that context mm. is to... They, as they understood it and they were chanting, is for the official armies of Muslim countries to enter and intervene. We're in a situation now, Piers, where 1% of the population of Gaza mm. has been killed mm. in the space of two months. 1% of the children of Gaza mm. have been killed. Anywhere else in the world, you yourself called for military intervention in Ukraine by NATO with probably less legal and moral cause than there is in Gaza. When we stand... Really? Oh, absolutely. Because... The so you think that when Vladimir Putin illegally invaded Ukraine, that the moral right of Ukrainians to respond is somehow equivalent to the moral right of people in Palestine after October the 7th? to do the same, is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the people of Ukraine have actually one of the most powerful armies in the region. It doesn't change the fact the, they were illegally invaded, does people, it, Doctor? The people of Gaza have nobody helping mm. them. Well, they do, they have no, Hamas. They have, a they terrible... have nobody helping them. Well, hang on, hang on. They have a terrorist organisation called Hamas. They have nobody helping them. They've got 30,000 terrorists they have, who committed on October the 7th they an have act of unspeakable them. terrorism. They have lined up against them the murderous Israeli Defence Force. Mm. They have lined up against them the United States who this week, today in the Washington Post, it was said that the white phosphorus that's being used by the IDF mm. is supplied by them. They have lined up against them the Britain and the EU. They have lined up against them the Arab rulers in the region mm. who carry on their trade cooperation. Listen, I, as I've made clear, Doctor, I, I think a lot of the response from Israel, particularly right now, I would deem to be testing everyone's sense of what is proportionate, right? There's no question... 
I do not subscribe to the view it's Sorry, genocide. Well, that no, that is the understatement of well, the century. Possibly, but I think they have uh, a I think they have a right to defend themselves against a terror group and, and who have gone on record in the last two weeks as saying they want to do what happened on October seventh again of and the again. Children of I understand. Gaza. It's it's horrific. It's it, horrific. It's beyond play, it's them? beyond horrific. Well, it's, because, it's horrific, Because right? literally what we are watching, what we are watching on our phones, mm. on our laptops, mm. on our TVs. Is, is an extension of what's been happening since 1948. But let me play you your reaction. The, uh, uh, All right, the, but let, the, I understand. The, let me the, play you, after October the 7th, a few days later, you took part in a talk on YouTube and you said this. Brave Mujahideen, they gave the enemy a punch on the nose. Mm. All right? And, and it's a very welcome punch on the nose. How, how can you categorise a terror attack in which 1,200 mostly innocent civilian people were brutally attacked, raped, tortured, beheaded and murdered. How can you, a British NHS doctor or NHS doctor in Britain, how can you say that's a welcome punch on the nose? Will you let me answer fully? Yes. I will be frank. I'll be as concise as I can be. But if you give me the courtesy of letting me answer fully. Okay. I will defend the right of the Palestinians to, to resist an occupation. When you look at that... That's not resistance, that's terrorism. When you look at what happened on the 7th of October, as if that is the day that everything started... I didn't say that. You didn't say that, but when people look at Do you at think that, what happened that day was a terrorist attack? When people look... Well, do you? Do you? You know, the, the word terrorism has become so... Uh, uh, politicised. Actually, not really. The, no, the, no, the, the word, the word you can terrorism... You can be deeply sympathetic the, the to word, the plight of Palestinian civilians, which I am, by the way, and I've expressed many the, times. The word what terrorism. you can't do is be weasley-mouthed about what happened no, on no, October no. the 7th. I asked you to that let me finish. That was a grotesque I, I terror attack. I ask you to finish. Yeah, but you're, you're equivocating no, about it being a terror I'm not, attack. I'm not equivocating, and I will explain why, OK? The... the the word terrorism, by the way, in India last, last month... We're not talking about India. Talk about, it, talk about it, the word here. terrorism in India... People who supported the Australian cricket team have been mm. arrested under terrorist offences. Mm. In the West Bank, people who are revealing... Have been told, if you reveal what happened in the prisons, you will be arrested on terrorist charges. Do you charges. think what happened October the 7th no, was a terror attack? It's a, it's a Did resistance, you say no? It's a resistance... Not a terror attack? Piers, if, if, and it's You're if... You're NHS GP. If, if, I'm asking you to let me finish, if... Right, our, our Islamic standard in conflict, in warfare, our prophet, peace be upon him, sallallahu mm. he said, you can't kill children, you can't kill women, you can't kill the elderly, you can't mutilate. Hamas so did all if, that. If anybody did that, if, if... What do you mean, if? I say if, because... They literally broadcast it on their own streaming and platforms. You, and, well, I'll tell you what a lot of us saw. Hamas broadcast it merrily to the world. And what we, here's, here's us doing these terrible things. And what, many what do you of, mean, if? What many of us saw on that day were videos coming out showing people saying, we will not harm women, we will not harm oh, children. Oh, do me a favour. No, no, that's what... Doctor. I, I'm saying that, I'm saying that. Resistance is a right in Islam. It's a right in international law. It's even a right that Churchill said in his History of the English-Speaking Peoples that is, he, actually, he actually wrote in that book, it is a primary right of men mm. to kill and die for the land they live in. You literally and just went, read me a description went, of went, what people who follow Islam are not supposed to do. Yeah. And Hamas did all of those and then, things. And, and, but your response is to say, well, hang on, I've seen videos of them saying, we don't want to do that stuff. No, I, yes. I find that pretty offensive, Doctor. I find... We all know they did it because find it, they boasted to the world I, with their own videos I what they it, were doing. I find it amazing that respected journalists like yourself yeah. have seemed to have suspended their critical faculties. No, no, I'm, I'm believing what Hamas wanted me to see. Well, you're believing what you saw. No, no, you, what Hamas themselves resistance. broadcast to the world because they wanted to take great okay. glee let, in what they'd let done. Me, let me, there's, I, no, there's no ambiguity about it. I asked you to let me finish and I'm going to... You've got to answer questions. I, I will answer the question. Let's agree on a principle. If atrocities were committed, mm. right, I will never condone them, right? I will say that. So do you condemn what happened on October the 7th? If atrocities are committed, you know who's what responsible? What do you mean, if? Who's no, they were. Who's responsible for it then? Ah, so you don't condemn it. OK, who is responsible well, the Jews for it? brought it on themselves. No, actually, I would say more, more than that. I would say the powers that believe mm. that Israel should be a colony for themselves in the Middle East, they are the ones responsible. Do you know what? I'm really struggling. I've got to be honest with you. I'm really struggling. Do you know, that do you a know, national, a British National Health Service 
doctor of 25 years, yes. a man who's supposed to be seeing patients all day, every day and putting them right, is incapable of saying what happened when it was literally broadcast to the world by a terror group. Nor do you think they're terrorists. You think it's I... resistance. You seem to want to go anywhere to justify it. You don't even believe what they showed us with their, with their own technology. And I'm, I'm just curious, you, you do, do you think any of this is compatible with you being a doctor in the don't, National Health Service? You don't have to be a doctor. Do your patients to know, to, know that do, you believe do, these things? You don't have to be a doctor to care for the lives of two million people in Gaza. You right. don't have to be no, a I'm doctor. I'm concerned about whether your patients here yeah. in this country were Hamas or a prescribed terrorist yeah. organisation. And I've said to whether you... Whether listening to this I've interview... Said to you, do, these, do these patients I have, know your I have views? said to you... Do they know your views? I don't talk to my patients about my views in a 10-minute consultation, right. do I? Nobody does that. It's just a foolish question, isn't right. it? That's a foolish question, yeah? Nobody talks to Why patients. do you use a different name? I use my name. Well, my you don't. Name. You have two names. One, the leader of the group. Yeah. Abdul Wahid is a name that mm. family, friends and other people call me. Right. Actually, even some people well, That's at not work. the name you use at, at work, actually, right? Even some people at work. And, Abdul, and Wahid Asif Shada is my legal name, which mm. people use in other forums. That's not a very unusual In thing. May 2023, a Piers, prominent... No, panel, I have to... No, no, you, no, I'm going to ask you another question. You did not give me the courtesy you know of letting why? me because finish. Because your answers were so, okay, so outrageous. You censor. That's your answer. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't absolutely. censor. The person doing the censoring no. is you. No, with you respect, are censoring. Who wants me to you try and understand and believe that what Hamas showed us, boasted about, with their own technology, broadcasting it to the world, was not what we saw. You, that's called censorship. Well, I that, that you, is actually I, the purest I, personification I tell you, I tell you of what, censoring the truth bring, I've ever encountered. When you bring Mark Regev onto the show yeah. and you, you question him, lightweight questioning, mm -hmm. it, albeit lightweight questioning, yeah. about the atrocities that have happened Well, you think it's lightweight. Then. I, give it, yeah. I actually ask no, him difficult yeah, questions. Actually, you don't, you don't ask difficult questions, mm. yeah? You completely accept. You listen, mm. sit there and listen to the most ridiculous mm. explanations... Unlike you of, and your answers, you mean. Well, you don't give me the chance to say no, that. No, I've heard your answers. No, you didn't. You oh, didn't. oh, I have. You didn't. You I have. You didn't. You don't? Well, let me just... OK, let's do no, a little quick you're fire... Telling, you're telling the answer. Let's do a little quick fire the, recap. Do you think Hamas are a terror group? I believe it's a resistance organisation. OK. Do you think what well, they did on October the 7th was a terror attack? I believe that if civilians got killed on that day... If. It is... It is if. appalling. If. It is appalling. You're a doctor, man. It is appalling. You're a doctor in I the also NHS. Believe, what do you I mean, also if? believe... 1,200 people got massacred. And... 1% of no, the no. population I can Gaza share died. your concerns about what's happened. You know you don't. Oh, no, I do. No, no, you oh, don't. no, I do. 16 I do. years. But 16 years. I cannot years believe a doctor camp. is saying the word 16. if people got a, a victims of atrocity. If, if, on October the 7th. How can you say that? So what? You tell me this. What is a proportionate response to 16 years no, no, of living focus. in a cage? No, no, no. What is a proportionate? Not response? a terror attack. What, what is not it? Not a terror so attack. If they did, if they just attacked IDF, yeah, I've asked many just, times. If just, what is proportionate? So do you right? accept that? So you're saying just just to attack the IDF would have been acceptable? I personally do not answer that. I'm answering just this. To Let me answer your IDF question. Acceptable. I'm going to say this. We might I think, be able to agree. We I think might the, be able to agree. I think the strategy no. at the moment... Can, be, we, can we answer Let that? me answer the if question. They had agreed, Let me answer the question. Answer. Let me answer the yes question. Yes or no? The, what if they had the just answer, military targets? My view, my view of what they're doing is I don't think it's going to work. I don't think the IDF well, is going to eradicate Hamas. We, and if that is the mission could, statement... We could agree on and that. in the process, could agree they kill that. tens of thousands of innocent men, women and children. Yeah. If they do that, I think they will radicalise an entire new generation yeah. and make it worse. That's my honest view yeah. of what I'm now so, witnessing. So, but let me come so back to... That's but, why, hang on. That's why when we talk about a military intervention, it's actually... What actually happened? What we want, but doctor, what happened on October seventh wasn't a military intervention. No, no, what it was we a want, terror attack. What we want as a military, and you don't even think it happened, do you? What we want is a military intervention from Muslim armies mm. to re rescue a beleaguered people and replace an the apartheid Palestinian system. Palestinian people have to be given the same human rights. Would you do me the respect. They have to be given. Cemented. No, no, I will no. interrupt you. It's not your show. No. You don't just talk forever. Well, right. What's the, the point of asking? I'm going on, to tell you what I think about the Palestinian plight, which I've talked about many times. You've obviously missed it. I think they should be given the same human rights as everybody else, think and particularly years the same rights occupied. of Israelis. I think it's been a 75-year conflict with no with, you're, oh, conflict. Yes, a conflict. conflict. Yes. A where, where people have been driven out yes, of the home. Yes, a conflict. 750,000 yes, people in the Yes, it's wrong. That was wrong. Encroaching on that the was West wrong. Bank more and more and that more. That was wrong. No. So have been all the wars launched against Israel. That's been wrong. All of it is wrong. 
right? The history shows this is a conflict riddled Things with wrongs on both sides, on the 7th right? Of October. But that, no, it but didn't. You, I never said it did. Well, you seem to. No, you, hold the you whole, don't even think it happened. The October whole the 7th. framing of no, your debate. You don't here. even think it happened. I do think it happened. Oh, you did. It happened. It did happen. Twelve hundred people were massacred. I think twelve hundred people were killed. Were they massacred? Yeah, they were killed. Right by terrorists. They were killed by people who were resisting an occupation. Bullshit. And they're terrorists. Yeah, well, that's your view. It is my view. Yeah. And by the way, it's the view of any, any person who is, is not Israeli or Palestinian, right? Anyone can look at it and go... I disagree with that. Oh, I disagree okay. with that. One man, have you not heard Let the me, adage, wanna... one man's terrorist is another man's freedom yeah. fighter? Have you never heard Again, that? bullshit. Have you never heard let me, that? Let me just play... I want to just read you this. In May 2023, Lukmar Makim, who's a prominent member of your organisation, Call for an end to the secular order so that, quotes the UK will no longer be able to pump its liberal filth, its LGBT filth, its feminist filth into the heart of the Muslim world. Do you agree with him? I agree that the West is pumping secular democracy into the Muslim world. And Doing I, LGBT filth? I, I agree that actually what we want to see in the Muslim world mm. is a system with an accountable government, right, an elected leader upholding family values, mm. right? We want to see uh, an economic system where wealth is circulated. Do you believe in equal rights for gay people? I believe, I believe that actually the, the Islamic standard of law should be the standard of law in the country. In the, obviously, that's the standard I believe in. So, so, and I believe, so just to clarify, I believe in, I what believe, is your view of homosexuality? I believe homosexuality is a sin. A sin, it's wrong. Sin. So when gay people come to your, your practice, do you treat them? Oh, of course. Why? because I treat all my patients with kindness and without Do you tell them that you think what they do is a sin? What an absurd thing to say. Why, why wouldn't you why be would, Why would I say that? that? Why would huh? I say that? Because they don't come Why don't you try going to, back to your come, surgery they tomorrow? They don't come to me. Why don't you go to surgery tomorrow and say, before we go any further to your patients, what? I want you to know what I think. I think that I agree with the guy who said that this country that, is full of LGBT do you, filth, do you, no, do feminist you, do you filth. Understand? I don't think Hamas are a terror group. I don't think what they did on October the 7th was a terror attack. And by the way, do you want me now to treat you? Do you, want, do you understand what... I don't understand any of that. ...professional integrity is... Oh, you, you think that's that? professional integrity? No, I think professional integrity is treating the people I treat with yeah. respect and with kindness. How do I know you fairness. do? Well, they know I do. Do they? Oh, yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah. Do they know you think they're filth? I didn't say that they're filth. You, you agreed with I what he said? I didn't agree with what he said. You said, I agree. No, I agree. Well, I can play the tape back I if agree, you like. I agree with the fact that the Muslim world should have the Islamic system. Mm. Yeah, I didn't say I agree with I don't use words. You like want full Sharia law for this country? For this country, hmm. I'm working for our group. Works for Islam, the restoration of Islam in the Muslim world. But here, we work. We work to uphold Islamic values in our personal life and in the Muslim community. What about, do you want Sharia law here or not? I would love. You know what? You love it? No, I tell you what. The, in this last two months, one of the strangest things has been where people here have been looking at the people in Gaza mm. and they've been going and looking and reading the Quran. Mm. And they've been looking at it. And I'd invite you and your but audience to, to do that. Just to clarify. I would do that. And, and just they, to clarify, and you would like Sharia law here. And they are not convinced by these yeah, neo, neocon, neocon Would you like Sharia law here? And caricatures of Islam, are they? Actually, people, I don't think. People who, all I've done is ask you straightforward questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've revealed your beliefs in the answers. No. <laughs> Yeah, you have. I, 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 you may not even realise what you've I, done, but I, you have. I believe in Islamic law, mm. and I don't believe in the caricature that you try and present of Islam. Would you like Sharia law in this country? I would love to see. I would love to see you want Sharia law in this country. I don't want Sharia law in this country. Well, that's your wish. But you would. Yeah, but I no. I, I would, would you? I believe it's the. I believe it's the best system. But so I'm you, not working. I'm not working. Would you like it in this country? I would. I'm not working. Yes or no. I believe in Islamic... You know the, yes or no? You know, the Islamic civilization yes or no? was the only civilization... You'd be very quick to answer everything else. Yes or no? The Islamic civilization was the only civilization that brought peace to the Middle East for mm -hmm. Muslims, Jews and Christians. I would love to see that system there. Wouldn't you like to see a system... Who pays, who pays you your like salary? To, wouldn't you like to see a who system... Who pays your salary? ..where Muslims, Jews and Christians would live I side by side in the Middle East? I don't want this country to live under Sharia law. I'm, it's not talking about this. I'm talking about the Middle East. No, but you suggested you wanted it to be under Sharia law no, here. You suggested... Do you or not? You, you suggest... well, do you or not? What's, what's funny? What's funny is your approach of question. Why? Honestly. Just answer the question. Because you know why it's funny. Yes or no. It. You I... either do or you don't, right? I ask a question, the answer is yes or no. Why can't you say yes or no? I believe in the Islamic system. Would you like Sharia law only... in this country? I would love... Yes or no? I would love to see you want Sharia law. No, no, law answer the country. question. 
Never mind what I want. What do you want? I want to see the Islamic system re-establish... Would you like Sharia law. law in this country? Last time I'm going well, to ask if you. Sharia law, if Sharia law... Yes or no? If Sharia law means upholding family values, mm. means looking after the poor... Means no gays, lo- no feminists, i.e. women who get above themselves, right? Well, that's your right? caricature. No, that's your oh, ca- I know what Sharia so, law so wants, why do, so, why do so many women become Muslim these days? Mm. Why do so they want to be oppressed. Is that what you're going to tell me? No, no. Why, why do so many Muslim... Because they want to be oppressed? ..women in the world become Muslim these days? You tell me. Well, I don't, you better ask them. Well, why, why don't you tell why, me what you why, think? They, they seem to find it something that attracts them, Islam. Really? Yeah. Okay. Many, many, many women in the West become Muslim, <laughs> and for some reason, they seem to like the fact that Islam. Do you work with women doctors? Do you, yes, I do. And how, you, how do they feel about your views on this? I keep a very strict professional line between my. Do they know where your politics. views are? When they watch this, they're going to be surprised. Some of them will know, some of them will not yeah. know. Okay. Some of them will know, some of them will not know. Okay. Doctor, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Um, you've been enlightening with your responses. You may not realise quite how enlightening, but you might find out when you see the reaction. But I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. You're welcome. On sense, the next conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones, is back on X, formerly Twitter, a victory for free speech. For a big mistake by Elon Musk, we'll debate next. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back. Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist who made hundreds of millions of dollars spreading the outrageous lies at the Sandy Hook shooting was a hoax. The grieving families finally sued him for defamation and they were awarded more than a billion dollars, but so far he hasn't paid them a dime. This is what happened last time I tried to hold him to account. Do you feel a sense of personal regret and remorse that your you know, actions on like air, these... that your actions yes, on air I, I inspired, don't feel as much inspired five... a lot of people to think these people were actors and their kids didn't really die? Do you feel genuine five... remorse? You let me talk for any... 500,000 Iraqi children starved to death. No, and Madeline Albright did it on purpose. And said, oh, oh, you know, no, I feel way less. No, I legitimately question Sandy Hook, and I stand by what I did. You said it Those was families, a fake and a hoax. You let me finish? I'm not going to come back on your show in 10 years, and you'll say, do you now apologize? If I sat here and slit my throat on air, it wouldn't be enough for you. Well, this weekend, Alex Jones was banned from all mainstream social media platforms. Now Elon Musk has restored him to X, formerly Twitter, extolling his commitment, he says, to free speech. But where is the line on free speech? And does Alex Jones cross it? Well, here's a debate. It's a journalist, Glenn Greenwald, aggressive commentator, Namiki Konst, and YouTuber, Mark Meachin, also known as Count Dankula. Welcome to all of you. OK, Mark, you're with me, so let's start with you. Um, what, what do you feel about this? I mean, I've written a column for the New York Post saying I think it's an outrageous decision by Elon Musk, who only a year ago himself said that because one of his children had died in his arms, his own kids, that he never wanted to see anybody who would profit from the death of children 
for personal gain, for fame or politics. Now he's done a U-turn on that. Is he right? Yeah, I think he's completely right in doing it. It's Why? Elon Musk's company. So if he wants Alex Jones back on the platform, then he absolutely can. And he did put it to a poll to the public, you know, Vox Populi, Vox Day. And uh, people said they wanted him back on the platform, so he's brought them back on the well, platform. Well, it's, it's an amateur poll. Two million of his followers voted. We don't know how many times each one voted, etc., etc. It's not a sophisticated... Each, each account can only poll. vote once. Yeah, but, but my point is, is there a line, though, on free speech at all for you? For me personally, no. Nothing? No, no. I think that Alex Jones is, it should be able to go on Twitter. If they want him there, then that's fine. They can have him there and he can... Do you think what he said about the Sandy Hook uh, massacre was justified then? Justified? Like, he has the right to say it. I don't, wouldn't say it was justified. Just, I mean, $1.2 billion worth of damages awarded against him for one of the most serious biggest, defamations. Biggest civil suit against an individual in the history of America. One of the worst defamations, yeah. actually, in terms of damages yeah. America's ever seen. Damages and defamations not protected by the First Amendment. And yet you think he was entitled to say it? I think he had a right to say it. He had a right to, to, to say that a mass shooting that killed 20 young kids was a fake and a hoax, that the parents of the grieving dead were crisis actors. Oh. Th these were statements which he repeatedly made which led to actual intimidation, harassment, death and rape threats and people in the street going up to these people and confronting them, these parents. You think all that is fine? I don't think it's fine. I never said it's what fine. Is it? I, said what he, is I said he has a right to do it. Does he have Does a right he, to yeah, do it? Yeah, agreeing that someone has a right to do it. Do you think he has a right something. to do that? Yeah, I think he has a right to do it. Really? Agreeing that someone has a right to do something isn't the same as agreeing with what they say. No, no, I agree. Right? Uh, yeah, it's, I agree. It's a case of, you but know, you actually think he has a right to do what he did with the yes. consequences we now know happened? Yes, if basically, yeah, a bunch of nutters did do a lot of awful stuff after mm. the fact, but that's basically going down the same route of, you know... Remember back in the 90s, they wanted to ban video games in uh, Dungeons and Dragons because they thought it caused violence and devil worship. Mm. Or you can't, you know, engage with this type of, you know, media, otherwise it's going to cause X, Y, Z, like rap music causes violence, mm. all that other nonsense. If we're saying, oh, this guy's not allowed to say his conspiracy theories or whatever you want to call them because some crazy guy out there might do something mental, then nobody can talk about anything at all. Well, you can. You just, yeah. There are limits to free speech, as there are everything else. Even First Amendment in America has a number of limitations to it. Let me go to uh, Nomaki Khan. Nomaki, what is your response to Elon Musk putting Alex Jones back on X? What I find so fascinating about Elon Musk is he had he uses uh, a very loose absolutist definition of free speech for his needs, but for his company, uh, but doesn't use the same standards for, say, the algorithm. I mean, he has no problem giving Russian bots that boost some of these guests on the show uh, with the free speech rights, but does not give people of color and women the same rights. So this is not an equal playing field. Uh, number one, they're not the government. Number two, they're not following the United States free speech laws. There is, There are limitations, as you said, incitement, defamation, fraud, threats, child porn, obscenity. Those are uh, the limitations to free speech. And there is a whole lot of that going on on Twitter. So if he wants to be an equal playing field free speech absolutist, then clean up the bots, uh, clean up the algorithm, make it completely transparent and democratized, and let people like me and then people of color and smaller accounts have the same uh, effect as, say, someone who's being boosted by Russian bots. OK, let me bring in uh, Glenn Greenwald. Glenn, you know, you like me, you're a big supporter of the principle of free speech, and let's just lay that on the table. I call this show uncensored because I want it to celebrate free speech, but I've always been aware there are limitations. And under the First Amendment, which is one of the greatest protectors of free speech anywhere in the world, defamation is not protected under the First Amendment. And this was clearly one of the most serious defamations of a body of people that America has ever seen. So I don't understand why, just for that reason alone, why Elon Musk has performed this U-turn with Alex Jones. I think the issue, Piers, is what they do on the platform. We have all kinds of terrible people using social media. We have people who lied the United States into a devastating war in Iraq, including the current president of the United States. We have people who defame all the time, like the guest I just heard in my ear tried implying, though she wasn't courageous enough to say who she meant, that one of the people oh, on no this panel is somehow by promoted by... Me, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm hearing a voice in my ear because I'm not actually done talking yet. So the standard peers that Elon Musk enunciated when he first bought uh, Twitter is one that I supported, even though he hasn't always adhered to it, which is as long as people are using that platform in ways that the law allows speech to persist, to be able to be expressed, 
then everybody should be able to be heard. What they do outside the platform, I don't think we want social media, Facebook saying, oh, this person did something terrible off the platform. Now we're going to ban them. Otherwise, we're going to have big tech censors who sit in judgment of everybody's yeah, behavior. Yeah, 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 Glenn, Glenn, on this. Right, but on this, Alex Jones did use Twitter to amplify his disgusting lies about Sandy Hook, and he will now be able to monetize all of his conspiracy theories to his heart's content on X without having paid a single dime of the 1.2 billion damages awarded against him, which should be going to the families of the Sandy Hook victims that he so cruelly defamed. That's my problem with this, is he's not just any old Joe who got deplatforms got brought back. This is a guy at the centre of the biggest defamation case in recent times who hasn't paid any of his dues to these people. But, Piers, if he monetizes his platform on X, that is income that those plaintiffs will easily be able to get. And if he uses the platform to spread conspiracy theories or defamation that falls outside of what free speech absolutism is, and, and I think Twitter would be justified in banning him. But what do you do? You ban people forever if they say something defamatory? Like I said, there are people who have done a lot worse than Alex Jones who are using Twitter, including bringing about wars, lying to deceive the public in elections, and I don't think that we want this standard that says anything other than as long as you say things that are within the First Amendment, you should be entitled to use social media. Once you don't, you should have a just punishment. He's been banned for many years now. And I think Elon Musk is saying, OK, it's time to bring him back and see how he uses the but platform so responsibly to me. Okay, But you see, my, my criteria has always been that if you were a world leader uh, or an elected official, actually, of any kind, any level, then I think everything that you tweet should be left on the historical record in perpetuity, right? And we've had a big issue here with ministers losing their WhatsApp messages at the crucial part of the pandemic. Shouldn't be allowed. It should all be public property, this kind of stuff. So I'd separate elected officials from ordinary people like Alex Jones. But what Alex Jones... But was what so about journalists? What about journalists who, who, who lied the, the, the UK and, and the US into war? There are plenty of those people who still are doing those things. They're still lying people into wars. They're still lying about wars. Do you, are you comfortable with having... I think Elon that's a good Musk point. I think, honestly... Or Google Glenn, what about Nazis? I mean, you've defended Nazis in the past because you're a free speech absolutist as a lawyer. So why is it some people get more power when it comes to free speech, more rights when it comes to free speech, but others don't? Like who? Again, this is like not who? a level playing like, field. Like, like she, she's she's complaining because Women nobody has an interest. Voice. She's complaining because... Nobody has an interest in watching her show or listening to her on Twitter. So she's show, complaining Glenn. that the algorithm you know, somehow quiet her, me. suppress her. I am talking about algorithms the... in which people do not have equal rights. So you're using... No, that's, no, that's not the case at all. That's not how it was in Twitter at all. Assuming that... You're assuming that Alex Jones has the same rights as everybody else on Twitter. And that is just not okay, true. You know what? Okay, listen, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very interesting debate. I wish I could talk about it longer. We've run out of time. But thank you, all of you. All I would say is, personally... There has to be a line with people like Jones who commit atrocious defamations, are not held remotely accountable for it, and are then welcomed back like free speech he's heroes. He's, he's, They're not he's free speech heroes. He's a, he's a hate speech monster for me. But anyway, on I'm not censored, you can disagree, as you have. So good to see you. That's it from me. Whatever you're up to, keep it uncensored. Good night. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.